An owl can be heard in the night, searching for prey beneath the white moon. The rustle of the wind moves through the trees, causing the leaves to shiver. People gather their cloaks around them and huddle closer to the fire, drawing warmth from its flames. The night rests heavy upon their circle, and they look to the elder who sits at the head. Speaking into the growing night, the elder calls out, Who will come before the fire? Who has a story to tell? Speak. A clear voice rings out as a woman stands. I would speak. I am called the seeker. I thirst for knowledge, and my desire for growth is insatiable. I seek the place where reality and illusion split apart. My imagination is hungry and drinks from many sources. I learn from many teachers, be it sages, books, or nature. But my shadow side can cause me to be shy and timid, hiding in my inner world. I fear conformity and being trapped or controlled. I flee if I feel threatened and I may suffer from an inability to commit. I am always searching for a better life or a deeper truth. The well is bottomless for me. Tonight, I will tell the tale of Tangled Threads. On the edge of a dusty road, just before the forest grew thick and fierce, a young girl stood. Her body was covered in a white dress made of thin lace threads which wrapped and entwined around her. There seemed no beginning and no end to the long white line. As the girl walked, the tiny white strands tentatively reached out from her dress and tangled in nearby things, twisted into twigs, wrapping around stones, sometimes even tangling around the girl's own feet, causing her to stumble. The girl tried to keep them twirled around her arms or put them to work embroidering designs on her sleeves, but after a while, they would begin to wander off and venture where they ought not go. The road was long, and by the time night fell, the girl had not reached the end of it. It was unwise to sleep on the side of the road, so the girl left the path to sleep in a sheltered tree. With the help of the white strings, the girl pulled herself up between the tree's branches and fell asleep. When she woke in the morning, the girl found herself stuck. During the night, the threads had wrapped themselves around the tree's trunk, and now she could not pull free. As much as she struggled, the girl could not unwind the threads or get them to return to her. Unable to detach herself, the girl was forced to cut away the strings. Reaching for the black choker at her throat, the girl pulled out a small knife and sadly began to slice the strings away. As soon as the white ribbons were severed by the knife, they immediately detangled from the tree and fell lifeless to the ground. Finally free for the inhibiting threads, the girl sheathed her knife, gathered up the limp strings, and hung them in the branches of the tree. The wind blew through them, and a blue jay swooped down and took the white strings. As he flew away, the bird dropped a smooth twig into the girl's hand, which she used to twist her hair up into the back of her head. The girl made her way back to the road and continued walking. Spooling out from the hem of her dress, a few white threads slipped into the river and anchored themselves in the cool sand. The girl tugged, trying to free herself, but the white lines would not budge. They had dug themselves deep, deep into the sand. Once more, the girl pulled the knife from her choker and began to cut the threads away from her dress. No matter how many times she cut the strings away, a hole never appeared, for there was always more threads to take the lost one's place. Shorn from the white line of the dress, the cut threads floated on the river, pushed by the current. A red bird floated down and pulled the listless strands from the water. 
As the bird flew away, it dropped a ring with a black stone into the girl's hand. Placing it on her smallest finger, the girl checked her dress and carried onward. Eventually, the girl came to the end of the road, but she must continue her journey and go into the black forest. The forest was dark, and its branches were gnarled and twisted overhead. The black forest was full of black crows, and they flitted to crowd the branches over the girl's head as she walked. They laughed and cawed at her, speaking false prophecies of her demise. The girl tried to ignore them, but once again, the white threads seemed unable to control themselves and began to reach out and wind themselves into things. As the girl was forced to stop and shear the strings away, the black crows began to loose their droppings onto her head. Though some of the strings were still untangled, the rest quickly braided themselves into a white umbrella over the girl's head to protect her from the bird droppings. Having cut away the last hindering thread, the girl wished to turn around and go back the way she had come. But now all the trees looked the same, and she did not know which way to go. Exhausted and heavy-hearted, the girl realized night was approaching. The girl must spend a moonless night in the dark forest. The girl was afraid, for the crows had crept even closer, and their caws filled the dark night, echoing off the trees. Wishing to keep as far from the black crows as possible, the girl hunched near the base of the tree, and her white thread umbrella wove itself into a large pillow for her to sleep on. With the eyes of all the crows watching her, the girl was unable to fall asleep. Taking the ring from her finger, she tossed it deep into the forest. The crows rose from their roosts to fight over the ring. Their angry caws filled the night, but with their eyes off her, the girl eventually fell into an uneasy slumber. After the girl had closed her eyes, a bundle of white thread spooled out from the girl's sleeve and began to snake its way through the maze of trees and crows. Woken by harsh crow calls, the girl found herself at the middle of a spindled circle of white strings. They stretched outward into the forest in all directions. Some had tangled in trees, as usual, but others ran smooth in between the tree trunks. The white lines had found a way through the black forest. The girl stood and nearly fell, for the threads were pulled so tight around her. First, she must cut away the lines that were tangled and led to dead ends. Freeing the knife from her throat, the girl began trimming away the white strings that led nowhere, until she had a single line that ran between the trees. Having escaped the threads that tied her down, the girl started forward and began to follow the white line that would lead her out of the black forest. But where the line should run smooth and straight, the crows began to fly down and plucked at the thread. They tried to drag it off the path and into other places of the forest. They shouted misdirections and the girl fought to ignore them, finally singing a lullaby to drown them out. While the crows were able to pull the string deeper into the black forest, they could not change its end destination. So while the girl had to sometimes follow the thread deeper into the forest, it would always double back onto itself, and she could move forward, not always in a straight line, but slowly she made her way out. As she went, the girl tried to gather up the lead string into a ball, for this was the first time the string had not gotten tangled in trees. She wished to take it with her out of the forest, but the crows snapped at her fingers whenever she tried to pick the white string up. She could only follow the line and keep walking. Finally, the single thread led the girl out of the black forest. There was a small clearing ahead, and as she stepped from the edge of the black forest, the crows gathered in the surrounding trees to watch her. They seemed unable to step or fly past the boundary of the trees. In the clearing was a round pool and waterfall. There was no way around it or anything past it. The white thread led into the pool and stopped at the base of the waterfall. The strings looped into the dress, tried to pull the girl to the water but she was too afraid for she saw no way to breathe. She turned to follow the string back into the forest, but a crow flew down and snapped the string. 
He grabbed it in his feet and flew up into the sky with it. Then as one, the other black crows attacked with beaks and claws, tearing at the girl's face and eyes. The white threads pulled the girl underwater to save her from the claws, and they dragged and guided her under the waterfall. She emerged into air, but could not see for the crows had scratched her eyes. She cried bloody tears that ran down her face. The white strings folded themselves into a blindfold bandage to cover and protect the girl's eyes. The girl tried to feel her way forward with her hands, but she needed to rely on the white threads to guide her way. As the girl made her way through the cave, the strings shot out into the dark and fastened to walls and sharp rocks, softening their edges and protecting the girl from any blows. The threads reached out, weaving a long white funnel for the girl to walk down, unharmed. In the cave, the girl heard whispers, but she could see nothing since her eyes were still hurt. The cave came to an end, and a twisted wooden ladder reached up into the darkness. The girl still could not see, but the white strings pulled her to the ladder and guided her searching hands with light touches. Up, up she went, and once she lost her footing. She fell backwards off the ladder, but the strings instantly wove into a net and caught her. With her heart racing, the girl resumed her upward ascent. The girl climbed for hours, and she grew so tired. Her legs moved slower and slower until finally she could climb no more. She contemplated the long fall back to the bottom, but the strings wove into a basket. They pulled the girl up, for she could not see with her blindfold that the surface was only a few feet up. Crawling out of the dark hole, the girl pulled herself onto the surface. Standing, she felt the wind on her face. She reached up to pull the blindfold away, and she saw a wide, empty field before her. The girl pulled the twig from her hair and knelt. Digging a hole in the grass, she buried the small twig. As soon as it was covered, it began to grow, a tree rising from the roots, and branches shooting out as it grew taller and taller. As the tree rose, the white strings from the girl's dress reached out and wrapped themselves around the branches, forming walls and frames, tucking themselves into corners and overlapping into stairs. Taller and taller the tree grew, and the strings stretched further and further until the girl's dress grew thin and threadbare. Then at last the tree stopped growing, and the last of the strings pulled free from the girl, leaving her standing there naked. The white threads wove themselves into a door, and the girl entered, letting herself into her house. <laughs>